for it to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Mike Siegel. And I'm Kyle Dotson. Kyle, I'm going to call you, I got a new nickname for you. You are DJ RDD. Because <laughs> I think you're, we call you a producer, but you're kind of more of a DJ. Okay. You don't, uh, you don't post this podcast. I do not. You don't do any post-production on it. Mm-mm. You just, you play the music. You certainly don't contribute uh, <laughs> orally to the podcast. <laughs> Um, so I think DJ RDD, what do you think? You like that? Sure. <laughs> Could we call you anything and you would be fine with it? Probably. Mm. You know what that is? That's improv. DJ. He's yes anding the, the whole deal. He's yes anding. DJ Kyle Fuckmat. <laughs> um, how's your cold? You had a cold? You've, you've I did. It's uh, fighting like it. the tail end of it. All right. So it might be a little bit of coughing. You, but you okay. think a Firestone Walker 805 is a good uh, remedy? Yeah, that's uh, grandpa's medicine. <laughs> Grandpa Firestone. Three of us just ate a whole large pizza. Yeah. So if you hear burps and uh, yeah. other things, yeah. having beer and everything. Yeah. We're doing the whole shot. I'm cutting you off after one. I only lest have, we have a three-hour podcast. I only have one. Uh, if I have two, then lest we have a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> are you not going to be doing that all day? Are you coughing? I hope not. Do we know when this comes out? We don't. We don't know anything. I don't have a schedule for this. I will say that. Um, the uh, we have been missing the, our four rotating people. Who's been? Well, I mean, uh, everyone's busy. Yeah, Christie's getting Emmys. You were shipwrecked. I was shipwrecked. I was lost at Christy, sea. Christie works on Modern Family right now. Man, um, man. Well, she only, posted photos of her going to the Emmys. Was that her husband? Or no, no, no. Um, that was for everyone, uh, everyone's crazy but us. Yes, uh, at the uh, Creative Arts Emmys. Right. Janet Varney was nominated for Best right. Actress, but she did she did not win. Okay. Um. Yeah, the only one who's available, unfortunately, is, is, Mur- is Murray. <laughs> so All too available. Oh, so available, that fucking Murray. <laughs> Do we know when this is coming out? We don't know when this is coming out. We no, have no it, idea. No, because at this time of record, I know uh, Kyle and I uh, recorded something, just the two of us, uh, sex tape. And uh, <laughs> that'll be available via uh, uh, Vivid, free? Vi- Vivid Video. Pornhub. But... Uh, no, I got quite a few. Th- See, I don't. Yeah, this. I know that it's not going to air from from the time of record. This isn't airing for okay. a couple. Of weeks. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we got a we got an auction winner coming in soon. I'm, I'm recording. A couple people are flying in from out of town to record an, an all monkeys episode. That's exciting. What's the theme for the auction winner? Uh, he wanted to do cover songs. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. So I looked through my cover songs and I tried to. I think I picked out some pretty cool ones. Where's he flying in from? Hmm. So he's not local. He's actually flying in. Well, the two the two auction winners that are coming in to watch Rock Docs and are coming in to record, they're both coming in for Podfest. Oh, so okay. So they're just piggybacking. They happen to this. be in town, right? Okay. Um. So yeah. So yeah. I've been and uh, you know just a lot of you know a lot of people have been popping up to record with. So so, but I like the I like the rotating craziness of you guys. So, yeah. <laughs> rotating I mean, craziness. I mean, Dave, we just recorded with David Wild, and he hasn't been on for. A long time. It's been a long time since he was on. So yeah, that's coming out. Is that the Paul Simon one? Yeah, that'll come out. This, uh, this will have come out by the time. Yeah, this these, is. yeah these are whatever I say has already happened. <laughs> Great episode. So it doesn't. Uh, it loved doesn't it. Work. I loved everything about it. Tilt your mic down a little bit. It feels like you're talking over it. How's this? Ooh, 
You like nice. that? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. no. oh, right. Talking lower now. Uh, hey, before we get started, uh, we're gonna do uh, what, well, Kyle? You want to introduce what we're gonna do right now? I think you know um, what we're doing. I, th- I do think I know what we're doing. Um, right. Give it up. Give it up. New music roundup. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. That's our new music roundup sting. It's, it's uh, recorded professionally. I have, uh, I, have three, I have three songs. Two are by the same band. Okay. I've heard like, a, I've heard like 15 seconds of the first one. We're going to hear, and I'm going to tell you who this band is. Mike, you do not like this band at all. <laughs> you know I don't like this band. I'm pretty sure I don't you know don't who like this it. is. Who is um, it? Kyle, you don't really. You're okay I'll, with it. It's well, okay. I like the hits. You're fine. Yeah. Well, I know it from the first. <clears throat> yeah. From the oh, jump. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't tell him who it is. Yeah, yeah. Try to okay. guess. All right, okay, you try to get, and, and again, we'll, we'll just play these from the top. Uh, okay, let's, let's just, uh, should I tell you what the song's called? Sure. It's called, This House is Not for Sale. Okay. Okay, let's hear it. John Cougar Mellencamp. No. no. That was close. These four walls have got a story to tell. Bon Jovi. Yes. <laughs> what a generic opening. It might be an anthem. Might be about the working man. Let's see. Ooh. Voice over on. Is that our boy, uh, the drummer? The That's Chico Torres. Oh. You thought it was uh, Kenny Aronoff? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. So, um, the house is not for sale. I like just met with a realtor today. Yeah, your house isn't for sale. This is <laughs> was a, this it Bon Jovi? Yeah, it was. This is an omen, Mike. You're not going to be able to sell I know. It. You're not going to get it. So... This is the first album to be recorded without Richie Sambora. Hmm. Uh, Phil X, I think, is the guitarist name that's in the band now. Hmm. That's his real name? I think it's like <laughs> Phil and then the X. Well, probably Philip X. You could look it up. Yeah. Is it Xavier? <laughs> DJ Artie, Artie D could look it up. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's, uh, that seems like it's um, an anthem for the working man. Mm-hmm. Look, not not one who's selling his house. Was I right about you not liking you don't like I'm not I never, never jumped did. aboard the Bon Jovi train. Philip no. Eric Phil X Zanitas. And he goes by Phil X. Yeah. Another thing that uh with this album, uh a guy named Hugh McDonald has been in the band since nineteen ninety six. Playing and, uh, what? Bass. Okay. But he's never been on any album and he's never been like listed. But finally, since they, they have to replace Richie Sambora and that guy has to be on the album cover, finally, sure. Hugh McDonald is. <laughs> oh, he replaced that guy that. Uh, Alec John Such. Yeah, who like yeah. turned around and ratted on him and wrote some horrible book or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and he's a, he's a very conservative Republican, Alec John Such. Is he Such. now? Yeah. That sounds like a fun guy. So anyway, that's. What's the- Sambora doing? Uh, he he lives out here and um, he he lives with or what's the guitarist name female or Orianthia Orianthi Orianthi yeah. and they're recording an album together. Mm. Yeah, that's can't wait not to hear that. <laughs> He's got a big time Bon Jovi money though. I would think so. Yeah, I, I mean, would think so. But you never know. Like a couple divorces can take all that mm, away. That's true. Well, Did Heather he, Lockler get a piece of that? Probably. She has her own money. Well, she got some Tommy Lee money. She got some uh, Richie Sambora money. God, man. 
And she's been on like uh, so many things. Now I think she's having some trouble though. Oh, really? Yeah. I think she, I think I've seen her in the uh, star magazine or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, I'm the only person who's still, I'm, I'm whole. So you're on board with that song. Here's one of the lyrics. I said each stone, I hammered each nail. <laughs> Look, he's a stone cutter. Look, he's a, he's a, every song is cliched. Every song has a shout out chorus. Every song is about the downtrodden and lifting yourself up and when all did, that kind of stuff. When did Cindy no. and Johnny get on a train and get exactly. out of that small town? No yeah. wrecking ball could knock it down. This uh-huh. house was built on higher ground. Yeah, yeah. See, I think I think this is I think this is a, a metaphor for the band. Look, people can come and go, but we're still here. Mm-hmm. That's what I think it means. And and these albums are not for sale. <laughs> <laughs> so I that still album lo- cover is cool looking though. I still love Bon Jovi. Like Tim Burton. Oh, yeah, there you go. I still love Bon Jovi. That's the deluxe edition, three extra tracks. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's hear. It's going now, into the ground. This next song, I'm going to listen to one more off this. Uh, is that I, a threat? <laughs> <laughs> this song is called Knockout. Knockout. All right. And I haven't heard any of this, so let's hear this. Talk about a fist pumper. I know. Sounds exactly like the last song. Every day I wake up with my back against the wall. <laughs> Anytime you get up, someone wants to see you fall. You, can, you know the lyrics before you hear them. It's the worst. If you're call, afraid to call. lose it all, you're never gonna win. I'll be giving you the finger, sticking out my chin. He's throwing down. That's right. He's 50. Four. If you can turn back time, you can direct TV. <laughs> Whatever that, yeah. I bet that's a song on this. Album. Oh, I'm sure it is. Um, that's now, one of the three bonus That's tracks. the power to turn back This is going to be in, the, in Creed 2, right? Here's the montage. <laughs> exactly, probably. Now, here's the thing. These songs will be, these will be in my, uh, in my um, treadmill pit playlist for sure. <laughs> These songs are the songs I listen to. When you can't wait to be done. When you're hitting the heavy bag, this is a knockout. Oh, I get the finger in my chin out. Are you saying how much longer do I have to run and hear this? You're going to uh, run for three miles and it'll be... A- <laughs> okay. Well, I played those first because uh, because I knew that the third one is something that Mike and I were totally interested in. Ooh. Who is it? This is a brand new Pretender song. Awesome. The album's called Alone. It comes out in October. This Now, here's, here's the only thing. On the heels of Chrissy Hines' solo, solo album. album. And this is the first Pretenders album, I think, in eight years, since, uh, since like 2008. Now, do you know who produced this album, Kyle? No. It's one of the guys from the Black Keys produced the album. Okay. I do not like the Black Keys. I, it doesn't mean that he can't produce. There are more recent songs mm-hmm. that I've heard are okay tolerable. You can, you can like it. <laughs> High you praise to, indeed. No, I'm just saying they're taller, okay. more tolerable than it's, that one it's album. Not, it's not I never had a thing. problem with I haven't heard a ton of theirs, but yeah. what I've heard of is like... That's all right. Yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, let's see. This song is called Holy Commotion. Okay. So let's hear what this is like. Pretenders. I hope that's Martin Chambers on drums. Uh oh.
I like anything she does. So I very like, synth heavy. I, I, I know, but I wonder if the whole album will be like that. You if, only have the one song. I only have the one song. It's oh, the okay. only one that you can. Uh, that you. That's can the get. single. That's the single. Interesting. Holy commotion! It's a different sound for sure. Mm-hmm. Now I want to hear the album out of uh, curiosity. Yeah. If they go back to like, if it's more guitar heavy or more of that. Hmm. I bet it's gonna. I bet it's gonna be a lot like this. They're going for that EDM market? Maybe. <laughs> I do. Gee, she, he's credited as producer and guitar on that album. Oh, boy. Who oh. is? The Black Keys guy? Dan Hourback. yeah. Do you, does it say who else is on the album? Uh, I hope Martin Chambers is on it. Um, there's, not, there's not like a Wikipedia thing for it. Well, I'll tell you so. what I'd like to do is see her live, or see them live, opening for Stevie Nicks. Yeah, right. Coming in. They're going to uh, take a huge tour, national tour. I know. They're going to be here in December, Clo- like the week before Christmas. Closing it out here. Yeah. So Stevie can just drive but home. I always And that's for that, kids. I like to close I like to close the show out here. That way I'm very close to uh, yeah, I have many pets at home. I have many dogs. <laughs> I'm able to feed them. I'm able to when the pretender's on, I'll go backstage, I'll pet my cat. Then I'll come that's not a euphemism. Although Lindsay will tell you that one time he pet my cat right in the middle of me writing Rihanna and anyway, we never had children and everything's fine because my songs are my babies. Here's Gold Dust Woman. What are you looking at, Kyle? I'm just trying to see how many the the Black Keys have mm. had eight studio albums. Wow! Between 2002 and 2014, that's eighteen. Eight. Oh, eight studio. Eight hundred. Eight thousand. That's a lot of studio. <laughs> it's a lot work. of studio work. It's a lot of bullshit. Well, if you like Pump them, though, if you like them, you're into it. You hey, love guys, them. Black Keys matter. All right. <laughs> That'd be, they should sell those shirts at their concerts. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Black Keys Matter. Come on. How many records did the White Keys put out? Mm. And you see how unfair it is. There's a lot more White Keys, though. <laughs> Black Keys are definitely the minority. Hi. A lot of more ivory than ebony. What if I just stop talking? <laughs> oh, I prayed for that day. <laughs> All right, here's what we're doing. Uh, we're going to give something away at the end of the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. little uh, big box set. Big box set. Yeah, four CDs. It's called, I'll just, just tell what it is. Right out of my Rhino gift bag. It's called The Brit Box. The Brit Box. And the reason we're giving that away is because the band we're talking about today, the Rolling Stones, they actually probably paved the way for all the bands that are on this thing. The yeah. Smiths, what are some of those? Blur, The Smiths. And a lot of- uh, Oasis. Like indie- uh, The Boo Radleys. It's four discs. Kula Shaker. It is. It's Kula Shakur. Yeah. It's, so is it's it Kula, a, oh, is it Kula Shakur? Kula Shakur or oh, something Kula, like that. Oh, Kula Shakur. Yeah. What was their hit? Um, this doesn't doesn't necessarily have hits on it. They just. That's no, so what I mean. Even the Smiths are on there. There's I mean, some older ones you may know, yeah, and the then Smiths some, kick it off. Some uh, little indie bands from Britain that you yeah. may have My never heard of. Bloody Valentine. This is four. Di- and this is a, a lot this of 80s, is, 90s heavy. This is a cool box. Look at what this box does. Let me do it. Let me turn and see if I can get it. He's gonna open it. Oh, it like blinks. Lights it, up. It's like a. Holy like shit. An old I did not know it did that. Yeah, it's an old time. It's a red uh, call box. Yeah, London call box. And then and it, you turn a switch on the back, it lights up. It lights up. That's really cool. The whole time I had that, I had no idea I saw that. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. Now, I will tell you this. This uh, currently in my hand, this is sealed, but uh, Mike and I are going to open it up and steal the music before we mail it to you. Yes. But it will be pristine otherwise. It'll it just pristine. won't be wrapped in plastic. It'll be pristine. So, all you people trying to resell it. Yeah. Forget it. This yeah. is a gift. It's a gift. You win it. Yeah. We'll give you a, we'll do a trivia question or something at the end of the show. And that's yeah. how you win it. 
Yeah, it's a four CD set with a cool with cool packaging. So yeah. I'm, I don't know what that retailed for. Probably when it came out, it's probably about ten years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably has a great book in there. Oh, absolutely. Bios of all the bands. You're gonna leaf through that too. Oh yeah, I'm probably gonna keep the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Britpop UK indie shoegaze and Britpop gems of the last millennium. What if you get this and it's it's missing a, two CDs? Because I'm like, man, I love disc two and four were great. Yeah, I had to keep them. Boy, look at this. And, and first... if if you were to buy this on Amazon right now, uh, n- brand new, it'd be fifty four dollars. Really? Yeah. Maybe we sell this. <laughs> yeah. What do we do? This is a fifth of. $54 uh, gift $54. we're giving away. Someone's winning a $54 thing. Now, it, the, the price would go a lot down once my greasy pizza fingers are all over that That's book. That's true. <laughs> How much about on eBay? You got Supergrass on here. We got Manic Street Peacher, Preachers. Yeah. The Manic Street Peaches. I love them. <laughs> the Dillons, Curve, Bleach, Catherine Curve, Wheel. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Love it. <laughs> Lush. What if, you, what if one of the discs was just disc two of Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah. Stone Roses. Don't, don't think that it can't be. <laughs> Jesus and Mary Chain. I saw them live. Fifty, sixty dollars mm. on uh, on eBay. That's Fif- great. I couldn't. Uh, that's crazy. We tried none to of sell them. It. We none of them it. are selling. <laughs> we couldn't move this. None of them are selling. You're yeah. asking too much. They're a lot. Well, someone's asking a hundred dollars. What? That's what we're asking. I mean, so it's so nice if you packaging, want this, but if you want this, send us a hundred dollars. Yeah. The Verve's on here? No, right. well, actually, people have bought it in the last few days. Paul, one really? sold for $23, one sold for 54 There's no real. Basically, if you were to look inside uh, April's, uh, one of April's <laughs> shelves, this is what this is. Man, it's a good gift. All right. I think it's a nice thing. So what do they have to do to win this? We'll figure it out at the end. We'll leave a... We'll, okay. We'll do a question or something. I'm worried that uh, Kyle's going to die here or something. Uh, he's, he's coughing fine. a lot. He's going to have another couple of beers, so he'd be good. Such oh, a, right, so for a young uh, man, so unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Couple months back, Mike, you were here when we did uh, we did the Rolling Stones, their sixties, their sixties discography. Now we're going to do their seventies, which you say my favorite era. It's your favorite era, my wheelhouse, baby. Got Mick, Mick Ta- Taylor, Mick Taylor baby. on four albums, and then Ronnie Wood comes in. Yeah, this is pretty solid stuff for me. This is when the Stones get uh, their dirtiest and nastiest. Like you kind of feel dirty when you hear some of these. Songs. Yeah, they really went back to the blues roots and, mm-hmm. and uh, guitar heavy. They got yep. rid of, they got out of the uh, psychedelic stuff of the 60s yep. and they're just like, let's just get down mm-hmm. dirty and have fun because the Beatles were done by now. Yep. They were the biggest ones on the block and they were like, okay, we'll take it. We'll take it. And Keith is whacked out of his mind. A mess. Teeth, but it worked teeth, somehow. Teeth, <laughs> it teeth really worked. out of his head. And that was a, you just showed that video. Yeah, we were, watching, uh, we were watching live at the Marquee Club 1971. <laughs> Uh, before we started recording, and it's incredible. It is. It's an amazing video. Yeah. So basically, it's good to kick it off with that because that came out right before mm-hmm. Sticky Fingers came yeah, out yeah. in seventy one. That's right. That's right. It was recorded. Sticky Fingers was recorded, but it wasn't released to the public. So some of the songs they were playing at that concert, people in the audience were like, "Yeah, I guess this is okay." Yeah, this brown sugar. What is he saying? Brown sugar. What is this brown booger? What is he saying? <laughs> Um, but man, but now, they looked amazing. They sounded they amazing. Wow. When we did the sixties, we jumped all over the place, but we're going to go chronologically. Okay. I'm okay with that. This helps time. me keep track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sixties, we are a little willy nilly all over the place. All over That's the place. My, that was my fault. But, Helter uh, skelter as it were. I've also asked, uh, I've also asked people to, um, tweet with, uh, with an amazing, an amazing hashtag I came up with. <laughs> the, the hashtag is, uh, hashtag rock solid stones request. So uh, 
throughout the night. Uh, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll play a song cool. from uh, some listeners and give them a shout out. Well, I think we gotta like we gotta take a paint a picture of where they were at this point. So it's '69 in December of '69. Ha <laughs> ha! Up top, my brother. Oh, come on, buddy. Right. They Kai, toured. What's yeah. going on, Kai? You on your phone? What's I'm, going on? I'm Just tell us. Posting that on Instagram, so maybe we'll get some what you requests from there. The, uh, your request thing. Oh, Tell okay. us you're working for the show. We just thought you weren't paying attention. Yeah, it just looked like you're texting your buddies. Hey, hey dudes, what's you, up? You got to see my new uh, Iron Man 2 bobblehead Mike gave me earlier. It's fucking awesome. Come over to the house tonight. So, I'd rather watch that for two hours, by the way, <laughs> instead of that movie. I actually, but before you continue, Mike, I just want to say, I wish... I wish we were recording earlier because I would love right right now on the East Coast it's uh it's almost one in the morning. But I would love to call my mom up and see if she can name even two of the Rolling Stones. I I actually uh, yeah she wouldn't. There's no way. But no, she couldn't even name one. She, they I actually have on my phone a an answering machine message she left for my parents. Oh, you, can we hear that? And then Mike, will you hold? Do you remember? <laughs> oh, your I thought? can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hold this right up to the mic. Uh, I can just. Oh, you gotta plug it in. No, right. Who is this? Hello, am I on? Is can't this make, on? Can't make fun of her too much. She's having uh, thyroid surgery tomorrow. Hello, that's am true. I on? Is this on? I think she'll be fine. <laughs> All right, then take her to task. Well, Godspeed. There, What's the, What do you want to preface what the message uh, is about? My parents just uh, came home, and this is the message on the answering machine. Okay. All right. <laughs> Just me. Did you hear anything about being a scam on your phones? Somebody said it was a scam on the phones. If anybody calls, you don't give them certain numbers. Something about banks or something. Okay, talk to you later. Bye bye. (laughs) Certainly, certainly don't give any bank numbers if people call you, Mom. Is there a scam on the phone? Is there a scam? There's a scam of some sort on the Hi, phone. Is this Lucinda Dotson? Why, why yes, why it, is. it is. Oh, yes, it is Lucinda Dotson. <laughs> Can I have your bank number? Who is this? Is this a scam? No, this is Robert from down at the bank. Oh, okay, Robert. Let me get you that information. That's how quick it would be. I like how she doesn't have any information about, like, it, there's something about giving numbers, a numbers, scam. a yep. scam. <laughs> Again, this is the same woman that thought that if you used an ATM machine, the money came... From the bank through a tube underneath <laughs> the ground and to the two. That's what she thought. Because we'd say, yeah, let's like go. Like the, the old drive through that you yeah, would like she zoom it would, or it. Like, sure. So, like if you'd use an ATM out here, pneumatic tube. There's a crazy, um, uh, there's some crazy tunnels that elaborate <laughs> system. system all across the country. That's like insane. some Bugs Bunny cartoon. It would just <laughs> unbelievable. Follow. That's great. Yeah. All right. God bless her and her thyroid. I hope she's I'm all right. You. I'm telling you. Okay, so Mike, you were saying well, Stones. I'm, I'm, we're, we're taking up at it. Say we started in 70. They're coming off 69. They, they did uh, December of 69 was the Altamont. Yes. So on the, but right before Altamont, they were in Muscle Shoals and recorded a few songs in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And then Altamont happened. They were bummed out. They came back to England. And now this at is, Altamont, people, people died. Yeah. Because right in front they, of them. They hired the Hell's Angels for security. Always a great idea. And, uh, well, that's why they're here right now. <laughs> and uh, they killed a guy. Killed a guy. And uh, Now, was that guy trying to get up on stage and maybe kill one of the Rolling Stones? He was a naked fat man, I believe. All right. Well, maybe, was he trying to get up on stage and fuck one of the Rolling Stones? <laughs> there was a naked fat guy, but I think he was just beaten. 
Uh, the black guy was uh, stabbed, I think. Of course, racial. And right. Thank God things have changed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you hire some cool heads like the Hells Angels to do security. The, the Hells Angels, they key, they know how to stay calm. Yeah. Hopped up on speed and the, booze and yeah, whatever else. Most of their tattoos say kill people. <laughs> Just the words kill people. <laughs> and so they come back and so... They're bummed about that, and also they're they're just getting out of their record contract, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, Alan Klein screwed them over. They were leaving. Well, they went to Atlantic Records. Yeah, they were on Decca or London. Yeah, but didn't they have their own label? They moved to like Rolling Stones Records on distributed Atlantic. distributed by Atlantic. Okay. But Alan Klein, this fucking guy, what a piece of work! Took all their publishing, mm-hmm. everything else. So he's releasing all these best of things and. He claimed that a few songs on their first album, Sticky Fingers, which came out in 71, he still had rights to. So it was like uh, the ones they recorded back in Muscle Shoals and all that. He mm. said, you know, since it was under his watch, he still gets paid for those. Did no one sign a good recording contract or a good <laughs> publishing deal? the saddest thing. Did no, because... I think know, they just, you just want to make a record so bad. That you just give it all away. Yeah. Why didn't these guys make fair deals? Because... If you had, there were kids and dumb. The managers. If you had ten percent of the Rolling Stones, you might still be their manager today. But they didn't know. Like they probably didn't know that up front. So when they, then they, they were like, whatever. These kids. Yeah. We'll give you five thousand. You guys can split. They probably thought that was great. Yeah. And even after all that crap, this is the guy that the Beatles went to after, you know. Oh my God. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy and and the guy after Epstein died. All right. And that's what kind of helped break him up because I think Paul didn't want to go with him. Mm-hmm. But then George and, and John did. And just, yeah, what a mess. What uh, a mess. Well, the lineup for Sticky Fingers, it's... Uh... Oh, and they have a new guitarist. So they get back to London in 69 and Brian dies. But no, I, no, Brian had died before that. Yeah, Brian because, had died before, uh, yeah, because Mick Taylor went to America and recorded. Yeah. He was at Altamont. Yeah, and he's on, he's on a couple tracks on um, Let It Bleed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... But this is the full, sticking with the first full, full angle album with uh, Mick Taylor. I'm surprised that Mick Jagger was okay having another Mick in the band. <laughs> Two Micks. <laughs> yeah. So it's, By the way, it's, Mick Taylor's only like 21 or something at this point. It was like really young. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, it's Jagger, Richards, Charlie Watts, Bill Wyman, and... Uh, Mick Taylor. New, uh, new, new full-time member, Mick Taylor. This is, uh, this is an iconic album cover. Yeah. One of the most iconic. Uh, uh, who uh, it was, uh, oh my God, I almost said Woody. Andy Warhol. I, well, I was going to say Woody Allen. <laughs> yeah, Woody Allen did this. No, Andy Warhol designed this. Uh, this is when you first saw somewhere on the album is the, is the tongue. Yeah, the and lips the and lips, tongue. Lips and tongue. That's a, and that's a, the Stones have a logo that isn't their name. You know, like Kiss has a logo, but it's their it's their. But group you see name. it, or the Grateful Dead. You know, you know that skull that's, and with yeah. the lightning bolt. That's you know what it is. And I just think, uh, yeah, because they, they use different fonts all the time on all the albums. But that 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 tongue and the lips, that's everyone knows what that is, right. except my mom. But everyone else, <laughs> it's a scam. It's a scam. With that, the they tongue, call you up and they come. Do over they and lick you they, if that if you open it? They what try happens? to lick all your stamps. Because <laughs> my parents would be the people that still. Buy stamps that you lick. Oh, sure thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't like those self adhesive ones. <laughs> we don't get those forever stamps. No, we just buy a roll. We buy a stamp, a roll of stamps. You know what lasts forever? My spit on the back of the stamp. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving. Don't give me this nicotine. scam with your self adhesive. N- my nicotine spit. <laughs> 
So anyway, this is uh, this is produced by Jimmy Miller, um, and I can never say his name. Andrew Lug Lug Oldham o- Oldham has he d- he wasn't on the last album, and Jim he's not on this. Jimmy Miller is now their dude. Right. I think they got rid of him too. Eventually. Once they move it out to their new label, did didn't they? Did they not? He's. I think he sticks around. Let's see. I'm going to jump ahead here. No, he sticks around a little bit. Maybe he went to France with them and they kicked him out. Little finally, a little bit. A little, little bit. bit. Ooh, a little De Niro there. But uh, yeah. So uh, so this is this is uh, this is. You said this is your favorite. This is my favorite album. This is your favorite Stones, Stones album, album of all time. Yeah. Bar none. I think top to bottom. Yeah. There's. I don't think there's a miss on it. Let me look here. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'll let you start since this is your favorite. Okay. I'll put, I'll play one of my favorite songs on it. This right. is uh, and this is uh, I don't know if this is safe for work. Children, cover your ears. Mm-hmm. Bitch. I mean, they, they used horns a lot. Bobby Keys yep. was now like a, an essential part of the band. Mm-hmm. And you can almost hear like Mick Taylor in one ear and Keith in the other. Yep. Uh, almost every song on this. Well, this is why I told you to bring two off of each album because I also picked Bitch. Okay. Yeah. I brought more than one. I bought three off each album because I oh, know we did? picked the oh, same one. Oh, that's good. Okay, good. <laughs> well, let me play. Uh, let, I can't play Bitch because Mike played it. He's my bitch. Yep. So let's play uh, my song. Uh, I only have one now. He's got two more. Let me I see. Do. May, maybe I trump one of yours right here. Maybe I trump. One. Well, <laughs> um, my song will be huge. This will be huge. This will be the biggest song ever. <laughs> I've noticed the new thing he does now when he he'll whisper. Then he'll go. It's going to be the biggest song ever, and it's going to be very good. <laughs> um, uh, Dead flowers, please. Well, when you're sitting back in your rose pink Cadillac. There you go. And, you know, they never found out. There's been uh, many people who thought that the crotch on the cover was Mick Jagger. It is not. It's not? Nope. What about, I think inside, though, when it's the underwear, I think that's Mick. Could be. I don't know about that. But uh, the cover is definitely not. Is it's that It's been true? arguable. Uh, yeah. Some guy, a uh, couple guys in uh, Warhol Studios said it, w- mm. it was them. Is it Taylor Swift? <laughs> it is. What do you got for us, Kyle? Uh, nothing yet. Oh, uh... This album went triple platinum. Uh, triple platinum. John D'Alessandro. D'Alessandro was one of in uh, Warhol's one of factory. The model. 
He's claimed it, but there's been a few other guys who've said that. Why didn't they too. just use Mick? I mean, I don't like that. I don't know. I, I'm just. I think it's Mick. Probably did it somewhere Mick. and just sent it, and uh, you know, I they went. Yeah, that's great. I'm going to. And it came Mick. with an actual zipper. Yes, which yeah, they finally was, discontinued because yep. it was when they would stack it, it would cut into the next album, and right. it was damaging. Everything. Yep. I can't imagine how much that would have cost to put a regular zipper either. on yeah. it. Yeah. It costs so much that they don't make albums anymore. <laughs> That's how much it costs. How much are those going for? Now, if you get an actual one well, they on re- eBay they or re-release it now, and it does have a zipper. No, but if you get the original. Oh, I don't know. Are you looking that up, It's got to be thousands, yeah. right? Or hundreds? Well, he's or... looking it up. I know that this Brit box goes for $500. <laughs> so and this we're thing is going to be about a million for nothing. bucks. And all we ask for is some thumbs up, some likes yeah. on, you know. That's all we want. Some subscribers on yeah, anywhere. Anywhere. Uh, uh, Rolling Stones, Sticky Fingers, 1971 yeah. first press vinyl LP with zipper and the insert is $30. This That's one's, it? This one's 85 yeah. Is one of them in better condition than the other? Yeah. I think so. Tell you what, here's our question then to win the Brit box. And uh, I'll, take the first, uh, I'll take the first 20 correct answers and then I'll do a little... Uh, I'll put them all, cut them all up and my, uh, pull one out of a hat. <laughs> In what country, you need to tell me, in what country did they have an alternative? I can't even tell. Alternative? Alternative. Alternative. What did they have an alternative cover? It's a scam. It's a scam. They had an alternative cover in another country. Do you know something about zippers on these CDs, (laughs) DVD? What's the the question? That's it. In what what country did they have an alternative cover? Yes. Okay. I think I know the answer to that one. You do? I do. All right. I will tell you off. Though. Right. But you know, you're going to one you, of my other you're ones. You're going to tell me off air? You're going to tell me off? I'm going to tell you off. Yeah, you motherfucker. I'll tell you the I'll answer. I'll tell you exactly where the fuck <laughs> it came from. I've been waiting to tell you this for a long fucking time. You took my other song. You had and, Dead but Flowers? I had, yeah, and I had a third one That's with me. Cr- and see, you, but I figured you had your computer, and I only have what's on my heart. You have everything on your computer. I have everything, yeah. Yeah, so if you want to do something else off that, which... I hope you do. And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey, Rock Solid listeners. This is Pat Francis. Just want to tell you about the upcoming Treehouse Music and Arts Fest. This is going to take place on October 15th at the Ambassador Auditorium in Pasadena, California. Treehouse started as a monthly event showcasing talent in pop-up locations in Los Angeles, and it is now a community-driven movement bringing together headlining acts, Los Angeles artists, and local vendors for one inclusive celebration of art. There will be two stages, 30-plus artists, films, vendors, and a writer's corner, interactive displays, and so much more. Treehouse Music and Arts Festival, if you're going to tweet about it, let's do that at hashtag TreehouseFest. The date for the event is October 15th, 2016. The location is the Ambassador Auditorium, located at 131 South St. John Avenue in Pasadena, California, 91123. And the time is 12 p.m. until 12 a.m. That's noon until midnight. So look, plenty of time at the fest to enjoy all the great acts. Some of the artists that are going to be there include Kimya Dawson, Jade Castrinos, formerly of Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros, Joey Dosick, Josiah and the Bonnevilles, Allison Weiss, Mariel Loveland, the active set, Emily Gold, Jaden LaRue, and many, many more. Tickets for the event can be purchased at treehouse.la. You can also find uh, treehouse.la on Instagram and treehouseok on Snapchat. 
that's all. Enjoy the Treehouse Music and Arts Festival. It's coming October 15th to the Ambassador Auditorium in Pasadena, California. Once again, get all the information on the World Wide Web at treehouse.la. Now back to the show. Because I can play mine, right. because, but I played this um, as a teaser in the last episode, right, but I love it. the opening so much, I want to hear it again, because right, it's the it. greatest. Crank it in your headphones. This, literally, this was, this was the one I was going to play next. Great in your headphones, as that sound. It's really great. <laughs> it's, it's really great. A song kicks off this album that you could never be uh, even uh, played on the radio today. I mean, this still gets played, but if you yeah. turn this into the record label, they'd be like, what, what, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> song's called Brown Sugar. You're talking about uh, someone's whipping a girl, and then you, you, get, you get a slave ships. And you follow it up with bitch? Yeah. Can't play this. <laughs> so, and this uh, song's seven minutes, over seven minutes long. Yeah, because doesn't of feel like it, doesn't Outro, f- you know, after about three minutes and then it goes into that long instrumental but yeah, there's it's horns pretty, and it's guitars it's amazing it's pretty great it doesn't feel like a seven minute song no it's awesome but uh, I think we can move on but everyone knows Sticky Fingers Sticky Fingers yeah, sure. is amazing do you have any uh, personal favorites on that one um, well yeah Can't You Hear Me Knocking and Dead yeah. Flowers and, the ones uh, you played yeah the ones, the ones yeah. I was going to play <laughs> I actually brought the ones I don't really care that much about <laughs> what's this brown sugar song mm, yeah yeah, I specifically didn't play that one because we've all heard it eight million times. So. Yeah, true, true. Did Brown Sugar hit number one? Here, this is... Uh, this I wonder is, if it did. Now, Philip, I'm going to say your name wrong, but uh, Philip, uh, M-O-T-T-A-Z. How would you say that? Motaz. M-O-T-T-A-Z. Mataz? Mataz. Philip Mataz. He said, I can't pick one, but I'll give you my fave album, album side. It's side two of Sticky Fingers. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Can't beat it. Thanks Can't for, beat it. Thank you for playing a long sir. That's what I say to, to Philip. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Brown Sugar went to number one in the U.S. Damn yeah. right. No, it wouldn't even. You couldn't even. What are you gonna do? Couldn't even do it. You know <laughs> number I mean? eighteen on the year end charts. That's oh. it. Th- number three in Canada. Well, seventy one. We the, we played it. Yeah, a lot of good stuff in there. Good stuff. That's not gonna knock off tie a yellow ribbon around no, the old oak tree. No way. All right, let's move on. Len, this one here we go. This is the one that people always say, many people on Facebook tonight, Scott Adams said, this is the best one. This is his favorite. And now, Exile. He, he can say it's his favorite, but I do not, for me, this has got filler. Right. It's got a lot of filler. So basically what happens, they, they, they retreat to, the, mm-hmm. to France as tax exiles, and they all hole up in a house in the south of France in Keith's house, now, when and they just get, move all the audio truck over there. When Mike gives the history of the stones, Kyle and I are now sitting on the floor 
uh, crisscross, crisscross applesauce. <laughs> and you have a picture book, which is funny. I do. And here, this is where he shot uh, heroin into his arm. <laughs> no, so the, you're right. They're, they're at this. There's a documentary <clears throat> on the making of this album. Yeah. And uh, they, they, and set they didn't up, release they just, it, right? They, or is, no, no. You're thinking of Cocksucker, Cocksucker Blues. Blues. That no, was there, Errol there, Morris? There is a, yeah, there's a documentary about this. I'll which has got to be these. amazing. The footage on that has got to be incredible. Yeah, because again, they're at this house, like you said, the recording down in this dank basement. <laughs> I don't know how they even got good sound for any of the songs on here. Well, I think they they also they took it back and remixed it, I think, in uh, Sunset Sound mm-hmm. and a few other places. Anywhere but Europe, right. where they <laughs> weren't allowed in. Jimmy Miller is on uh, is producing this. This yes. was a double album at the time. Now it fits nicely on one CD. Jimmy Miller also picking up a uh, heroin habit along the way. Oh, how did he do? Who did he get that yeah. from? <laughs> Couldn't he just stick with Amazingly one? Amazingly enough, when half the band is on heroin and the producer... Not uh, conducive to uh, using time well. Yeah. And yet, they got a lot of good stuff out of uh, on this album. Uh, this album's got 18 songs. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to, I don't know, I won't say what I think is filler until after we've played what we're going to play. Okay. But uh, I'm going to kick it off if you don't mind. Please. Uh, at the time, this guy's, uh, when he was uh, recording this song, uh, his teeth were probably falling out of his head as he recorded the <laughs> vocal for this. This is one of my favorites off of Exile on Main Street. Uh, Keith Richards on lead vocal for Happy. song that's keith he's got a great uh great vocal on that i mean it's nice to hear a keith lead every once in a while yeah i mean sometimes uh you know it's uh keith keith on vocals is tricky but whenever whenever you turn it over to the guy who's not really your singer (laughs) it can get a little dicey but i think he uh he pulls it off well i read that uh like keith it was divided in the band the ones who did drugs and ones Mm -hmm. who didn't so at the time like bill wyman didn't no, and Mick was, really didn't either. No, no Bill Wyman, he, he, he got more pussy than any of them. Damn right. He'll tell you about it, too. <laughs> this, this sentence here is the best. It says, thousands of pounds of mar- of worth of heroin flowed through the mansion each week. Wow, thousands, thousands of pounds? Pounds? Pounds. No, English pounds. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to, unless he's dealing, he's yeah. not going to have. Well, one. it said there were a bunch of visitors that came, but yeah, I guess it is. Oh, yeah. Every, every, every scumbag's got to be floating through there. Now, that Bill Wyman, that whore, he took a penicillin shot every day because <laughs> yeah. he, he had the syphilis. He had the syphilis, he had the clap. He had everything. Oh, remember those good old days when you could just like bang around and just get a shot and you're done? <laughs> nope, nope. Now you nope. die. Stop nope. coughing all over everything. What's wrong with you? It's a scam. Uh, <laughs> Check oh. your thyroid. Hey, they called me up and they said something about they could give me syphilis over the phone. <laughs> Why is she turned into Sylvester? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Suffering syphilis. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite? Did you have Happy? Uh, I brought it, but uh, oh, I brought okay. four off this one because it's a double album. Double album. Yeah. Four. I'm covering my that. bases. I should have um, done that. I'm going to go with the song that kicks off the album. And this is one of my favorites on it. This is Rocks Off. Jeez, this, this was the one I just pulled off last minute. I 
this, they started uh, to use a lot of horns too between in I the seventies too. Really, the horns work with yeah, the Stones. Absolutely, the Stones are funky, man. They are, you know, like the Who's. They're they're rock. They'll throw a horn in once in a while, but the Who they just. They, oh, they got they got a little more funky at the end of this decade, and oh, uh, yeah. oh, they not, not always in a good way. No, but uh, and I'll be playing that later. <laughs> Two things on this album that I hate: I hate songs that put the word blues or boogie in the song title. Because I'm going <laughs> to tell you what: casino boogie and and, and and ventilator blues. I. I immediately don't like the song, and I don't like those two songs. Yeah, uh, yeah, those aren't my favorite either. How yeah. about Turd? Any song no, with the word Turd? I don't on like it. Turd on the Run. No. <laughs> and again, this eighteen songs—if you get you get this down to eleven songs—and then you get a Sticky Fingers height album. Yeah, you do. It's I not really, a miss on I really it. think. I mean, people always say no, Exile is the best, but I can't possibly believe that people like. There's just more of it. You know, let it loose and, you know, yeah, side three is is bad for me. It's Half got, those songs they never even played live yeah. once. Yeah, side three kicks off with Happy and then it's, then Turd on the Run, which tells me the rest of the <laughs> side's a turd. Ventilator Blues, I just want to see his face and let it loose. I don't like yeah. any of those. But boy, this was the... This, but the uh, good songs on here are fucking phenomenal. Right. Yeah. So I mean, so much has been written about this tour Yeah. Like, followed this thing. I mean, it was just... Yep rampaging through the U.S. I mean, it's just hedonistic, crazy. Even to, even Jose even Cuervo by the, even by their selling standards. about it. Did you see the commercials for Jose Cuervo? No. First brought on board, made famous by the Rolling Stones, they brought it on their 1972 tour. Wow. And the show's like all these beautiful people and 72 garb, you know, hippies. And, 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 these, and Keith is snorting. Yeah, no, he's not tequila. on it, but you know, they're walking through a plane right. and she's carrying the te- tequila bottle. But they're playing Miss You, <sighs> which, you know, didn't come out that year till seventy eight. That really we'll be makes, getting to that later. When we talk, when we see a movie and it takes place in like seventy five, and then they're playing like uh, you know, Hang Fire or something. I'm like, no, or Staying Alive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? it's, like, it's not hard to look it no. up. No, seventy two. They were on tour for this album. Yes, play something. Yeah, I, whenever Happy yeah. Happy would be a great. When there's songs that are played out of the era or even a year, uh, it, it's a miss for me. It makes yeah. me mad. That's an EP thing. Yeah. They probably have the regular one. They go, I don't like that song. Yeah, just get this one. Did you just play one or me? I just, uh, you just played. Uh, okay, rocks yeah. off. That's right. And I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna play uh, the song that kicks off side four. This is all down the line. Oh, that's nice. Know, this like blues, funky kind of stuff. It's got to be Mick Taylor that brought that into it, right? I mean, he came out of John Mayall's Blues Breakers. Yeah. He was like a really slide guitar was his thing he was really known yeah, for. Probably. I got to think of that. He had a huge part of that, right? Yeah. But I mean, I brought my last one. I either have, well, I got one that's a little deeper cut and one that's well known. Well, let's let, tell me, tell, let's do the deeper cut first. Okay. This one is uh, maybe the last one Soul Survivor. Is it the last song? Survivor closes it out. Track 18.
Sounds great. It's amazing. I uh, I listened to the to uh, the first three Mick Taylor albums today in their entirety, top to bottom, in the car because that's how long I was in the car. Today. <laughs> I don't drive Uber. Oh, I LA have, traffic. I have two children. Um, so here's um, what's your last one? You got one more. What is it? This is uh, another one of my favorites off there. This is Loving Cup. Let's see, Loving Cup. Also, would make a great tequila ad as well. Cuervo people. A lot of other bands have covered that. Yep. Fish would always do that in concert or something. <laughs> I think it was Fish or maybe even the Grateful Dead. One of those two bands. By the way, this just in, uh, Mike Wagner wanted to hear all down the line. So I'm going oh. to say that we did that for you, Mike. Well done, sir. Uh, now we're going to do one more. Hand me the thing. We're going to play this because this is uh, this guy. I love this guy. This guy is always posting, always has nice things to say. This is a guy named Matthew Berkey. Uh, Berkey. MB. And uh, Matty Burks. I think Matthew won. I'm almost positive it's Matt won a prize one time and then mailed me $5 to uh, cover the postage. What a guy. I know. So, and if Matt, that wasn't you, let's say it was. And if he wins the Brit Box, you can mail us $54 <laughs> to cover it. Now, he wants to hear, he wants to hear uh, Shine a Light. Oh, he, yeah. He wants to go to the guitar solo at two minutes and 41 seconds. Oh, look at that time code. Yeah. So, this is a rock solid request. Yep, this is a specific request. So I'm going to try to I'm going to get it there for us. Let me take it. Let me drag this to two minutes and forty one seconds for Matthew Berkey. I'm getting it there, Matt. Matthew Berkey. All right, from wherever. Crank it up. He's uh, from Iowa. <laughs> Guitar solo. Thank you, Matthew, Matthew Berge. You were right. He's from Iowa. How did you know that, Kyle? Uh, I don't know. I just remembered that for some reason. <laughs> That's a very <laughs> strange thing to remember. It's very strange. Maybe that should be our question. What? Where's, where's, where's Matthew, where's Matthew, Matthew Berge from? from? <laughs> then we know that the people that answer immediately didn't listen to the whole thing. No, it still has to be. <laughs> right. It has to be the one we, we, laid, uh, we laid down first. That's the one. All right. Now we're moving on. All great songs. So they have a huge, massive tour well, for here, this. Let me let me let me clean this up for everybody. Here's what I'm going to I'm going to get this down to eleven songs for you. Make a nice album for you. Uh, we're going to get uh, get rid of Casino Boogie. 
Uh, we're going to get rid of uh, that sweet black angel. We're going to get rid of turd on the run, ventilator blues. I want to I see his face. Let it loose. Uh, get rid of that uh, stop breaking down. There's seven. Get rid of all those. Now you're left with... 11 songs. There's an album right That's there. That's sweet. That Burn yourself a copy of that tomorrow <laughs> and see if that doesn't you know, get you off, get your rocks get off. Get your rocks off, baby. More, more than this 18 songs. You're pulling, a, you're pulling an Alan Klein right now. What's Alan? You're, you're deciding uh, what's on the Greatest Hits album. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay. You're taking the publishing and you're going to put it out. That's right. All right, so uh, you got some, hold on, let me get, let's get back down on the floor, Kyle. Back down the floor, on. listen, okay. fellas. So what happens, our, our they have this mats. massive, giant tour, and they go right back in the studio because they're firing on all, all cylinders. And I think they go down to Jamaica, or uh, maybe Jamaica. Oh, make it Jamaica, Jamaica, my friend. <laughs> and the next album is uh, Goat's Head Soup, which comes out a year later. Now you think about this, they're cranking out an album, one a year. This is Jimmy Miller again. For junkies, pretty prolific. Yeah, pretty prolific. This, um, I never quite got this album cover, though. Yeah, it's, it's really mixed, strange. It's a mixed face. He's like, like it, the nylon with pantyhose over yeah, it. Yeah, and then you open it up and there's uh, the rest of the guys are inside. I just, uh, but then, then there's a, then inside you put the sleeve you pull out and there's a big awful goat's head <laughs> in a thing of soup. And uh, I guess that would have been too graphic for the cover. But, um... This is, I think, one of those albums that kind of maybe gets um, lost in the shuffle maybe a little bit. I think this is the first time that, uh, I mean, the, I mean, it wasn't as good as the first two, the one, the two that came before it. Yeah, it's funny. And so though, people like, thought that, that it was kind of like, oh, man, they're getting, by this time, the Stones are 10 years yeah. around now. Yeah, 10 years so in. So there's a whole new sound. Yeah, Elton John's huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, things are getting, Zeppelin is. Starland vocal band. Gigantic. No, not yet. No, I know. See, now you're in the movie. Um, but yeah, the, the album doesn't start off strong with Dancing with Mr. D and 100 Years years Ago. That, I don't mind Dancing with Mr. D. I don't mind it, but I don't know if it's the best uh, best song to kick off the album or not. Yeah. Yeah, Because right. I do like, uh, I bet I like six or seven of these songs a ton. Yeah. I got, is it my turn? Yeah, I'll let you go. Okay, I'm going to play my favorite on it. This is doo-doo, uh, doo-doo, in parentheses, heartbreaker. Do-do-do-do-do. Killer, <laughs> killer riff. Yeah, I had this too, son of a bitch. That's the kind of uh, sweet production you get if you're not in a basement of a drug drug house. <laughs> yeah. That's just uh, that song's so good. Yeah, and written about a, a police shooting. Yeah, of a young uh, unarmed black kid. Still, still very timely. Happening. Still, still happening. happening. It's a scam. <laughs> They're not really killing those people. Let me tell you, I've broken uh, many hearts, <laughs> and I've broken the biggest hearts. And I can tell you, the next heart I break will be America's. <laughs> Uh, my song, because uh, you stole 
do 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 heartbreaker for me. I'm okay. going to find another one. But for now, um, this is another guy. Um, he always uh, asks me questions through my personal Twitter. Uh, Bill, <laughs> you just just email me your question at rocksolidpodcast at gmail. He wants everybody to know his question. Yeah, well, I answer it too. And then oh, after, personal, like he messages you. He doesn't post it. No, like, no, he posts it like in my... Uh, everybody's got to know his question. Hey, Pat, what do you think of, uh, what do you think of Ikea tables? You know, <laughs> hey, Bill, they're great. Awesome. Why, why don't you send me a message? Yeah, why don't you send me a message about that? I'll tell you all about it. But uh, Bill, I don't know how to say your last name. And this is, I'm going to spell this for you guys. Okay. V-O-U-R. Okay. O-N-I-K-O-S. Veronikos. Veronikos. What was the last four? Veronikos. K-O-S? K-O-S. I-K-O-S. I-K-O-S. Veronikos. Bill Greek Veron- fella. I think it's a like Greek It Greek is a Greek name. Yeah. Bill Veronikos. Veronikos or Veronikos? I think it's Veronikos. Yeah, okay. I think it's Betty. And he's got Bono. Ooh. Bono is his profile pic. And then uh, there's a Grateful Dead, the skull that we talked about earlier, is his, um, what do you call the picture at the top? Header. Header. Gotcha. So, Bill, this is for you. Bill, you wanted to hear Come Down Again, and that's what I'm going to play. This is a great song. This is like one of those hidden gems that you go, oh, I forgot about that, or I don't even, I don't know if I've ever heard that. It's a, it's a, a Mick and a Keith kind of a lead vocal here, but uh, okay. let's hear Coming Down Again. Coming down again Coming down again Coming down again Share your thoughts There's nothing Nice song. I forgot about that one too. Yeah. See, it's one of those ones you're just like, oh. I guess it's probably because Goat's Head Soup is one of those that I just don't pull out all the time. It kind of gets lost in there. You're right. No, we're gonna we're gonna tell you what's all on Goat's Head Soup once we uh, after we're done playing these. <laughs> um, well, I'm gonna skip one, Kyle, and go down right to number ten, which is I think the last one on the album. And this is something again, not safe for work. No, you can't be uh, playing this. The original title is Star Fucker. Yeah. But they, they changed ke- it to Star Star. Yeah, because they wanted America to uh, sell it. Yep. And uh, it's just uh, an awesome song. So crank it up, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what they're saying. It's a they? sexy song. I, all I, I was finger banging myself on that song. <laughs> it's a very sexy song. 
This is how big they've gotten. They've become like official rock gods that they're, they're just, you know, talking about banging groupies now. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, you told me to pick another one because I didn't have one. That's why I picked. <laughs> I could play the, the big hit, uh, which is written for Kyle's uh, ex-fiance, Angie. Yeah. Play that one. That's about your ex-fiance, right? Yeah, I think so. No, <laughs> bitch was about her. I got a third. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what's your third, I'm afraid? Uh, it's it's a, a ballad as well. Oh, okay. Let's hear that, and then I'll play the one that I pulled out of my asshole. Uh, this is a this is a one. It's it's a longer one. It's five minutes and thirty one seconds. But this is called Winter. I love this song. This is uh, 10 songs, all Jagger Richards originals. There's no covers. There's no blues covers. There's nothing. It's all them. I'm going to say this has, out of the 10 songs, this has six songs that I love. Come to, Coming Down Again, Heartbreaker, Angie, Silver Train, Winter, and Star Star. I love all six of those. So, yeah, it's a great album. Yeah, I just, it, it just wasn't. It just doesn't get pulled out. Two. I know what you mean. Yeah. Do you pull this one out before uh, Exile? Not the not the exile you made. <laughs> I would well no, see the thing is the songs that I like on Exile. You like, love when, more when, than these. When I whittled Exile down to eleven songs, I like all those eleven. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So, so you just don't have to hit the skip button. And then you right. add these six in. Yes, oh. and then I have a fantastic. I call it on Exile, exile on Goat's Head. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So anyway, now I got it. Now the, the next one we're coming to. Uh, Jimmy Miller is not producing, but a couple of guys called the Glimmer Twins. Yes, and that's uh, that's Mick and Keith. Keith. And uh, this is this is one of my favorite Stones albums. Really? And this is I don't know if it's because it's I don't know. It feels more poppy. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know what it. We're in the '74 now. Yeah, '74. It's uh, you know, again, they're they're like '72, '73. 71, 72, 73, 74. It's crazy. I think they've I think they're at the point now where they're so huge. Mm-hmm. They got nothing left. They got nothing left to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and but they keep wanting to put out product. Yep. And they might be getting, you know, stretching thin between, you know, the tours and the partying and everything else. Yeah. So all of a sudden you start to see covers come in. Um the songs get longer mm-hmm. too. And yeah. this is about the time when like Rock writers started to almost kind of think they were getting past their prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now there's all this new shit happening, and then they're ah, oh, they're out of it. These are these are old dinosaurs from the '60s, and they're not relevant anymore. And later on, as '75 comes up and '76 and punk is happening, this is one of the things they're trying to fight that they're like these gods, and they're not, you know, they're above us now. They're not yeah. any of us anymore. They do a, they do an, uh, I think they do an amazing cover on this album of. Um Ain't too proud to beg. I brought that one. Oh, you did? Oh, let's hear it then since I said said it. Yeah, they they do a Temptations cover. Now you want 
Good cover. Yeah, that's I think a great they, cover. Originally, there was, they, they did a bunch of them that they were going to do an album of all covers. Oh, really? And this is one that kind of made it. If they, they were as good as that, I would be on board. Yeah, well, and then I have one later on, too. Uh, just because I'm kind of living on Twitter while we're recording this, I have to read uh, Cranky Bear. Cranky <laughs> Bear just sent a tweet, and it said, uh, this was about our David Lee Roth episode. It's, he said, loved this one. And then he put, dude always sounds like he's being playfully tickled in bed. Is he, who's he talking about? <laughs> I'm guessing David Lee Roth. What it says it says at at Andrew T. Rich at Millsy at Pat Francis at Rock Solid Show. I'm but guessing. The, but it's then the David. hashtag. You're not going to like the hashtag. Hmm. Hashtag less Kyle. Hmm. <laughs> it's really. I'm not kidding. For, but you, for real? You, you're you're not, heard, you uh, didn't even talk that much. Maybe yeah, that's I don't what he think meant. So. Maybe yeah. he meant that there was less Kyle. Yeah. He wanted more, but there was less. You're being I, kind now. I don't know. <laughs> he's cranky. He is. He's he's cranky bear. I hashtag every tweet with less Kyle. Even not about the show. I just put it well, out there. Now, look, if that catches on, you're in trouble. Because <laughs> then your dad, who follows your tweets, is going to go, hey, don't they like you? Who's being uh, tickled in bed? I don't know. What does that mean? I don't know. I think they'd be David Lee Roth, honestly. Bozy, bozy, bop. <laughs> Did it, bop. <laughs> um, okay, here's my, uh, my song from It's Only Rock and Roll. Kicks off the album. This is If You Can't Rock Me. Love that one. Great song. It is a great song. Can't argue with it. So this this album starts off with that, goes into Ain't Too Proud to Beg, and then do you have the next song? I have, uh, my next one is Dance Little Sister. Oh, that's a great song. Yeah. I love that one too. I, I love it too. Can't go wrong there. Nope. Do you have uh, Do you have the title track? I do not because I think we'd all yeah. we all heard it. Uh, did you ever see the video for it when they're dressed like yes. sailors and they're in a in a circus tent <laughs> yes. and they pump all this um, soap soap yeah. suds soap in. suds and Charlie is sitting on just on the floor on his drum set and he gets just buried <laughs> and I heard that he almost passed out because he couldn't really breathe. breathe yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't understand why that would be, but he couldn't he couldn't breathe. And hint of things to come. I guess that was uh, this was that song was out of a jam session. The title it's only rock and roll at but I like Ronnie it. Wood's house. It's an inspiration by Ronnie Wood. <clears throat> yeah, so he was credited with uh, a, a little bit of it, but Mick Taylor didn't play at all on that song. But in the video, he's playing along to it, but he did not play on that track. Uh, you mean it's only rock and roll? It's I only like rock it. and roll. Yeah. And and Kenny Jones plays drums on it. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, Willie Weeks plays bass guitar. David Bowie's on backing vocals. Yeah. 
That's wild. Just hanging out at, at his house. Just hanging out. Like like we do. Yeah, when we, you know, when we play poker, it's let's me hit you. Single. It's uh, Chip Chinnery's there. Murray's there. Uh, Pardo. There's no genius happening there. No, nothing. Nothing coming out. Nothing. Nothing Kyle, anybody's going to buy. Kyle might be the funniest one out of that group. <laughs> hey, less Kyle. Hashtag less Kyle. There's a, uh, this is DJ RDD. So, uh, this, this album also has an, unre- the first, uh, unreleased B side where it's, I mean, it's released, but it's not on the album. It's a song called through the lonely nights. And that's the B side of it's only rock and roll. But, uh, okay. So side one goes, if you can't rock me, ain't too proud to beg. It's only rock and roll, but I like it. And then these next two, I love these two so much. So, and I have them both. So track four is, Till the next time, goodbye. Or someone's like, to the next goodbye. Can't read. <laughs> Hashtag, let's read it. Honey, is there any place that you would like to eat? I know a coffee shop down on 52nd Street. Here's my favorite part. And I don't need no fancy food, and I don't need no fancy wine. Fancy food, fancy wine. And the show don't need the tears you cry. Till the next time we say goodbye. Till the next time we say goodbye. Till the next time we say goodbye. song to me is just stellar yeah how, how is that not like on everyone's uh playlist how does know. everyone not know that song and maybe guess, they do maybe they, <laughs> i guess this was recorded in munich or something they recorded this in germany you're bringing a lot of travel tales in tonight yeah a lot of <laughs> jamaica and france have I'm you like, been to these places you've been to france i have jamaica yes munich yep all right you might you might have been to all the places they've recorded their <laughs> albums except oh man i'd love to yeah they've been like uh, i have you know the south of france though yeah, that house would have been amazing. Yeah, you know who was down there at the time? Popeye Doyle. <laughs> Looking for the drugs. French Connection. Apparently millions of pounds of it. Did you ever see French Connection? <laughs> yes. And French Connection 2 also? Yep. And there's a movie you should see. It was a French film. It came out last year, and it's called The Connection. It's like a sideways Oh, I, I, saw, the, I saw the trailer for that. That's good, too. I heard it's good, yeah. It's really good. And you got to, how was it French? Uh, we well, have to read it. It's well, all, I know that. Yeah, you got to read it. The, the, the subtitles are in English. No, I heard, I heard it's good. Yeah, it is really good. I recommend it highly, The Connection. Well, that's one of the reasons he wanted to go because Marseille in the south of France and all that coast is just like the entry point for so much heroin, like all of Europe's heroin. Absolutely. If you want your, you want your horse or your window yeah, pane you or your Swimming smack. right up from Morocco. Yes. Oh, absolutely. China White, is that what they call it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. You can make up any name. You can make up any name for... They call it Les Kyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Black Tar. Uh, Coke bottle blue doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean that sentence doesn't mean anything. But it less, Ky- like less it. Kyle actually played drums on this uh, oh. album. There was le- there was way less Kyle in this album <laughs> than there are previous albums. So I guess the story was that uh, they oh, they didn't want to tour right after the they didn't yeah. want to tour right after it. So and they want to go back into into the studio uh-huh. and Mick Taylor didn't or something because I think he's getting pissed once they started. Like uh, producing themselves. Are you moving on? Because I have one more song. Oh, do you? Yes. Oh, okay. 
Go ahead. I have the song that uh, closes out uh, Side One because I think Side One is amazing. This is Time Waits for No One. Or, oh, yes. Or Mike Waits for No One. I wait right. for no one. <laughs> I got stories to tell, man. Side one of this album is a killer, is a monster. Absolutely. Also, I want to go back to our friend Bill Veronikos. Um, Billy, Billy V. Yeah, apologies, Bill. We are not going to get to uh, Fingerprint File, which closes out the album. But yeah, there's really only uh, there's only really only two songs I don't like that much on here, and that's uh, Short and Curly's Pubic Hairs. Yeah, that's a Mick Taylor cares. deal, I think. And If You Really Want to Be My Friend is just okay. But everything else, we didn't play Luxury. I love oh, that yeah. song. That's kind of a reggae type thing. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is a great album. Oh, it is? absolutely. I really like this album a lot. They kind of seem like one of those bands that think they're funny. <laughs> In what way I mean, do you think? Like Turd on the Run. Isn't yeah. that all? Short and cr- you know? Isn't that all rock? Oh, rock humor isn't very good usually. Not usually. Dave no. Grohl's funny. Yeah. There's a couple people that are funny. David Lee Roth. <laughs> Hilarious. Bozy, bop. Eddie Van Halen. Mm. No, no sense of no sense of humor. No. All right. So you were giving us you were giving us a little ramp up of what was to come with this next album. Well, I think Mick Taylor was was starting to get a little angry that he wasn't getting a, a writing credit that he should have that he felt he should have. A lot of stuff that he said he would like really contributed a lot. It was just come out as as Jagger Richards. And yeah, so that's, that cost him. You know, usually these things come down to money. Yeah, and that's not. Uh, I'm sure, I bet he was coming up with tons of riffs and tons yeah. of intros and outros and solos. And I think you need you need a writing credit on these things. And once those guys started producing things, then he really started, he felt like his stuff was getting shoved over. I mean, Ronnie Wood's been with the band for 40 years now, and he has very few co-writes on, on stuff. I think he, really he, I hear he drives for Uber. <laughs> he might. <laughs> one night, one, one time, he had to pick Mick up at a restaurant and take him to his hotel. <laughs> And uh, awkward didn't tip because <laughs> he tried to tell him, well, you don't tip when it's Uber. <laughs> he could have tipped him. I just can't imagine the point where even in the documentaries that I saw that where, where they talk about why did Mick Taylor leave the band? Even Mick now goes, I have no idea why he would. It, it sounded like the craziest thing. And you look back on it. That's like a monument. They're at the they're the kings of rock. You know, guys, I think I, I'm going to quit. Really? Are you? To do what? Um, did they? Did they? Did they try <laughs> to do what exactly? Did they try to convince him to? Or at that point, we're like, okay, well, we'll do whatever you want to do. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's like, they're like and Keith said he was like, you know, I had this band that sounded like I wanted it. It was like I loved this band the way he had it, and yeah, and it's like, damn it, you know? I mean, yeah. And they sounded amazing, and they were putting out great stuff. So, by the way, the documentary I was telling you about is called Stones in Exile. It came out in two thousand ten. I'm looking right now. It looks like someone uploaded the whole 90-minute thing to YouTube. Oh, I can so, see that. Um, so definitely uh, definitely check it out. It's really cool. The footage is ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Well, now they're, I think they put a, a, a live album out around now. So now we're, yeah, that lo- came out in 74. You, love You Live. Okay. So that's kind of covering over the fact that they're not 
touring and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that must have come out in '75. Yeah. Because uh, so so now we're now they get a new a new uh, co-guitarist. Yeah. I well, I never know who's playing lead or who's playing rhythm. I don't know who's doing what. Well, I have a curveball I want to throw in Uh-oh. before this. What? So one of the they in the, the interim they released a couple greatest hits albums. Okay. I think their own label released one, and then Alan Klein on Abco released yeah. all these B sides and stuff. Okay. Called Metamorphosis was one and that came out in seventy five, I think. Okay. So uh, there, did you ever see the movie Performance with Mick Jagger in it? Uh, no, it came but out I, in I know. I can see the uh, I can see Anita, the Anita album cover. I can see it. Okay. But he plays this like rock star and st- and it's just androgynous, and then he lives in this sex palace, and these London mobsters go there and hide out in his play. It's just the, it's a shitty movie. But there, but there's a sex palace in it. Oh, it's a sex palace. Well, there is sex all over it. And uh, so I, it came out in 69, 70 or something. I love a sex palace. And there's a single where his character sings. It's basically a music video in the movie. And it's a great song. I don't know if you, it's uh, Mick Jagger solo. But he recorded it back in 69, but it came out on the Metamorphosis album on okay. 75. But I just love this song. It's called Memo from Turner. All right, let's hear have this. Have you ever heard it? I think I yeah, have. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I'll tell and you Rye Cooter plays on it. And Steve Winwood. Convention back in 1965. You're the next great executive I see heavily advertised. You're the great great man whose daughter licks policemen's buttons clean. You're the man who squats behind the man who works the soft machine. Calm down, gentlemen, your love is all I crave. You're still me in the circus when I'm laughing, laughing in my grave. Uh, I don't know if I've heard that or not. I think really? I have. I think there's a Mick Jagger greatest hits that I have that that's on. It might be I, on that, but I think uh, before that you can maybe only get it on the soundtrack yeah. of the album. But yeah, I think you're right. They released it, and you could get it on that Metamorphosis. But yeah, the Mick Jagger greatest hits thing came out like you know probably six years ago. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a good curveball, Mike. Well, thank you. Mike sent us, Mike threw us a curveball, Kyle. Threw a little curveball, because yeah. that came out in the interim before. And so basically, Black and Blue, which is our next album, mm-hmm. Keith called it this time when they were just like auditioning guitarists, because <laughs> like a bunch of different guitarists play on it. I wonder who they, yeah, I wonder who all they auditioned. Oh, it's on there. It's, uh, oh, they actually, on, they're actually on, playing on it. Oh, yeah. I they're see credited that. with, you know, they give them like music. Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, oh, you know what? I never knew this. I, I thought Ronnie Wood was on all the tracks. He played on a couple, and there was a, a few other guys. Oh, yeah, there is definitely. This is, uh, this is a very, very short, um, album, just eight songs. Uh, there's a, there's a cover, there's two, you know, there's one cover on it, but, um, how many songs on this do I like? Let me figure this out. One, two, three, four, four. I like five of the eight. That's not a bad ratio. Right. I played one off this, and, and, and I think our crazy episode, because I played Crazy Mama. What are you going to play now? Um, I'm going to play Crazy Mama again. No. <laughs> I brought the... Uh, crazy Mama's one of the five I like. Okay. Yeah. This is uh, one of the ones I like. This is Hand of Fate. All right.
so funny. That's one of the ones I picked. Yeah. 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 How do you not? It's awesome. It's, it is awesome. I agree with you. Who played guitar on that one? Does it say? It does say. Is that a, is that a Ronnie Wood deal? Uh, Keith played, you know, of course, the majority of uh, all, Wayne everything. Perkins plays acoustic guitar. Elite electric guitar on Hand of Fate is Wayne Perkins. Wayne Perkins. He also plays on Fool to Cry. Did not get the job. <laughs> Wonder what he looked like. Let me click. I bet he like looked like a looked like a mess. Oh my god, he looks like the grimace from uh, McDonald Land. Oh my Can't god, have that guy. Holy we need, crap. We need a great looking guy like Ron Wood. Yes. Well, but I mean, he's rock star good looking. Yeah. I he's got to be thin, man. I heard a story that uh, that Rod Stewart said told Mick once. He goes, "Look, whatever you do, don't take Ronnie from me." And Mick said, "I won't." And did. Yeah. So you can definitely not trust Mick with your women. <laughs> If he's taking your bros, he's taking bros before hoes. <laughs> um, did you actually find what Wayne Perkins looked like? I didn't. Did you? Yeah. What's he look like? Uh, yeah, it doesn't look stone worthy. He looks more like the hamburger. <laughs> looks like he should be in gin blossoms. <laughs> um, it looks like if, kind of like if Kevin Pollock played a rock star. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yes, that's exactly what he looks like. Maybe Andrew Rich will find that picture and uh, upload that. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go back to our friend Bill Veronikos. Okay. He, this is one of the ones he requested. So here it is. This, I, the, I, have, I had never heard the Black and Blue album up to, at a point. Mm-hmm. And then uh, all the CDs came out remastered. And I go, I'm going to buy all these. And so Black and Blue was almost like a clean slate for me. The only thing I really knew was, uh, was probably Fool to Cry. Right. I really didn't know any of these other songs. And so when I heard this song, this is like one of my favorite songs of all time now. Okay. It's Memory Motel. Yeah. So good. And I was the peachy kind of girl. Eyes were hazel and a nose Sings. Yeah, I haven't heard that in ages. That is so good to me. Yeah, is that a super long song? I can't remember. If it's that seven one. minute plus. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that's why it's seven minutes plus. Okay, yeah, that's my favorite Jim Blossoms album. Seven, seven minutes, minutes plus. plus. <laughs> uh, yeah, seven oh seven is actually what it is. Yeah, I remember that one being along. Um, what else do you got? Uh, Did you wh- bring Fool to Cry? I, d- I brought Fool to Cry, and you can play that later because I brought one, a single stinkeroo. Oh, no. That I did not care for. A lot of stuff was happening in 76. And so these is, guys were going around like disco was kicking wait, off. Is this, we're going to call this, we're going to get a graphic that says a seagull stinkeroo. The seagull stinkeroo. We need, to make a, we need to make some type of a sting. It's a seagull stinkeroo. <laughs> <laughs> want to record it? I mean, you want to get it clean here? Yeah, go ahead. I think it's time for a seagull stinkeroo. Okay. All right. We'll wait something like that. 
to Seagull Stinkaroo. I, I think yeah. I might have messed it up, but we're fine. Uh, this is a lot. Of, lots happening. Uh, disco <laughs> is kicking around, and they're hanging out in clubs I in New York. I don't know which one. It, I know it's between like two. And uh, this is very. I think they heard David Bowie's fame. Oh no! And decided they need to. They need to funk it up. We need a little funk, fellas. And uh, they came up with this, and I do not like it. This is hot stuff. Hot stuff. Little repetitive. Little repetitive. <laughs> okay, I think I think we got it. Because it's literally five minutes of that. I, I, like that. I like that one. You do? But it's not my stinkeroo. It's your stinkeroo. I think, I, I think Mick Taylor heard that. and You know what? I'm out. I'm out. Check, please. The, like, instrumentally, it's fine, but... Yeah, it just... Right coming a, out of right them... A lyric. It just doesn't... Yeah. That, seem, that kicks off the album. That's a mistake. Yeah, I think... Yeah, you're right. That, uh, that like, kicks it off. I think that's Mick wanting to be in the dance clubs, that would, he, the discos that he hung out at. I would have kicked the album off with Crazy Mama. Yeah. Instead of uh, closing it with Crazy Mama. Maybe that happened. Maybe they maybe they got screwed up when they were pressing it to vinyl. <laughs> they mixed it all up. Hey, these are all out of order. Oh. <laughs> uh, we got to get on those uh, R&B charts. Jeez, Edith, they're playing the hot stuff the again. Jeez, Jeez, the hot stuff. Every time I turn around, I think that's a song about vaginas. <laughs> this, was this before or after Donna Summer's hot stuff? Mm, that's a good question, Kyle. <laughs> less, less Kyle doing work. I like the like, 70, the I like how you thought I happening. should have had that <laughs> readily available. A lot of hot stuff happening in the seventies. A guy of mine, a guy I know is a, a guy of mine. I have a guy. <laughs> a guy I know has been uh, pre Donna Summer hot stuff. Ooh, Hers was seventy nine. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Jeez, Donna Duff to Stones. <laughs> Christ. Um, a guy I know. He's been liking uh, the tweets tonight and stuff. And uh, I, I just clicked on his name, and he's got fourteen thousand. Followers, fourteen thousand. Yeah, and I was like, "Now let me tell you, this guy's no one." It, it's Mick Taylor. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> oh, and I was like, "How does he have four, He's following fourteen thousand people." Ah, that's how you do it. I don't want to do that. No, I never want to do that. I don't need it that bad. I tell you, for after Cause, having because all those people are muting you. Oh my god, talking to these people. You know, who? Just doing, what people are you talking about? Just you know, on travel media trips and stuff, and uh, friends, you know, who are. You know, really well-known travel bloggers and stuff like that, but just stuff you have to do. I mean, on social media and the, you know, there's ways to look at all this Yeah, that if they look at your Instagram or something and, Oh wow, he's got 30,000 Instagram followers, but he's following 32,000 people. Yeah. They know that that's, the, that's no good. You're not going to get views. You're not going to get any kind of no. response. Or if you send out, if you have all these Twitter followers, 10,000 Twitter followers and everything you put out gets a hundred likes or something, that's not a good enough ratio for them. And it's all a science and that I do not give a shit about and I'm bad at, Right, as you can tell by my lack of following. You don't want to know 12 places to eat in Saskatchewan? Oh, my God. But it's, it's yeah. <laughs> Actually, I do, but because I don't think there's 12, by the way. Yeah, like my, uh, my personal page, I have 4,925 followers and I'm following 681 people. So yeah. I think that's, that's okay. That's not bad. But they measure everything, like yeah. tweet response and all this kind of thing that uh, it's a science to it and there's a certain time of day you're supposed to tweet yeah. and certain and yeah. all this yeah. 
You know, I'm verified. Yeah, how did that happen? I saw that. I was going to ask you about that. Look, buddy. Are they giving those away now? What's happening? I don't happening? think they are. I think they're, they're, they're looking for good tweets. With how many followers? 4,925. That's not that many to get it's, verified. It's, it's, it's quality, not quantity. Who did you pay to get verified? I did not pay anyone. I don't have any money to... I don't have, I he says en- he has enough like, credentials. I have enough credentials. It, for it to say that you are a verified person. Yeah, like I'm out there, you know. I'm a, I'm a philanthropist. I raised almost a million dollars for Smile Train single-handedly. <laughs> And, um, I mean, I do, you know, I went to Mexico. I watched these kids get some surgeries. I uh, tied a suture or two. Well, let's verify that for sure. Yeah. So, uh, you know, while other guys... It's a scam. (laughs) That's another thing my mom says every year for that smile train. She goes, why couldn't some of that money go to this country? (laughs) I go, because in this country, if you're born with a cleft palate, they they fucking fix fix it it immediately. immediately. Hey, once we build that wall, there'll be no money. There'll be no... Everyone will have a cleft palate. We're going to dig out all the tubes underneath... Between Mexico and he is, so there's know, no money going back and forth. As soon as someone forth. comes across and they have a cleft palate, we send them right back because we know they're from not from here. I'll build a wall between two sides of that palate, and you won't be able to cross it. Actually, you mean a bridge. A bridge. Build a bridge, and then I build a bridge, and then I make it a drawbridge. Yeah, I charge them a toll right in their to mouth. get the one side of the mouth to the other. They got a toll right in their mouth. They got to sw- You got to throw a gold coin right in their throat. They got to swallow it. You still have one off black and blue to play. I actually don't because um, because I was it was going to be hand of fate, but you know what? Here, give me the thing. I'll, I'll play one because this deserves. You're not a fool to cry. You don't have that. No, that's I, the big hit from it. I know. I, I try. I tried to veer away from the hits because I thought. <laughs> I know that's a. I mean, everyone knows the. You Stones. can do Crazy Mama again. I do like that one. Everyone, uh, everyone knows the Stones' music, so I didn't want to <clears> play <throat> play the hits. I thought maybe we can introduce people to something that they didn't know. But you know. By the way, hot stuff. Five minutes and twenty two seconds of that. Just enough to get you up on the dance floor, people, in the disco. Uh, you played Hand of Fate. And, and Hot you Stuff. you played Hot Stuff. And I played um, Memory Motel. Yeah. And we've heard Crazy Mama. So I will do a Last little, year. I'll do some Fool to Cry. Okay. I'm going to jump in a little bit. Here we go. Put my daughter on my knee. She said, Daddy, what's wrong? Now, first of all, is this song about uh, his woman just broke up with him? I don't remember now. I know his little girl tells him not to cry. Yeah, he's a fool to cry. I think that's probably it. Is that what it is? I don't remember now. By the way, this album cover. Are you looking at this album cover? Keith doesn't even know that there's a photo shoot going on. (laughs) He's like, Mick. Just wandered in. Mick, are we supposed to go to house? Keith, you're in the shot. Oh, just keep it. we're supposed to house. And then, and then uh, Wyman's way too into it. He's had his makeup. He's got his collar turned right. up. <laughs> Literally some of the ugliest dudes close up right in your face on this album. Maybe Charlie Watts finally cut his hair short. This is maybe the debut of the short hair. It might be, yeah. It's like, oh, it's like a bowl cut, but it's like, it's like a Caesar cut before Clooney had it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this, uh, yeah, black, black and blue, is, it's not great. Yeah. It's not great. It's a, it's, but, uh, but I do like... 
This is this is one that they started to think they were yeah on their way out. Like I don't you know, like that I don't they like, were they weren't going to last much longer. I don't like Hey Negrita or Melody or Cheerio Baby. No, I don't like white white guys doing reggae. Yeah, Cheerio Baby is that's a cover. Yeah, and yeah. So there's like there's four great songs: Hand of Fate, Memory Motel, Fool to Cry, and Crazy Mama. Those are great. And I like I like hot stuff. I know it's a st- I know I know you're, it's a stinkeroo. Yeah, you're wrong. But uh, wrong. Here we move. Now we can agree on this. They close out the decade. They do. They close it out strong. Just when everybody thinks they're over. And you I sound think like you, Popeye there for a second. Just, just when, when everybody everyone thinks, thinks, they're, thinks they're, over. they're over. And I think we got to give uh, Ronnie Wood some credit on this. Is the first one, Ronnie, the full Ronnie Wood album. Yes, this and is so a full I think he's got to get album. some credit on this. Maybe they were inspired by a new guy around. I don't know. But um, did Ron, ended huge. They this, ended huge, and th- and this is when really punk was happening. It had hit. Yeah, skinny and these tie, guys, skinny tie stuff was happening. And these guys were considered, and new wave was starting, and, and so it's just kind of like these guys were considered grandpas by now. I know. And they thought they were dead. They thought these guys weren't cool anymore or anything like that. And this, I believe, maybe won the best rock Grammy. This is one of the Kyle could find out for us, but he's nineteen seventy. Win any Grammys, Kyle? Height of disco. Literally, DJ RDD is just, just. What are you doing tonight, man? What's wrong? Yeah. With you? What is wrong? You're, with you? you're like, did this win Grammys? Kyle, did it win any Grammys? <laughs> like that's like, <laughs> like as soon as as soon as I say some girls, you're already looking it up. You yeah. already got it you pulled be up on it. I don't even have to say. It. You know, you have the playlist in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only Rolling Stone album to become to be nominated for a Grammy in the album of the year category. The album of the year. Album of the year. So take that. So what all beat it? Grease? Ex- Did Grease beat it? I don't know. We're gonna find out in a second. What beat it, Kyle? Starland vocal band. Um, of the year. Category. Album of the year. Seventy-eight. Let's take a guess. Seventy-eight. Take a guess. Okay. Don't tell us yet, Kyle. Well, Saturday Night Fever was seventy-seven. But that wouldn't have been under. That wouldn't have been album of the year. Album. That would oh, rock album. It's rock album of the year, right? Nope. Album. Album of the year. Of the year. Album. Okay. It could be anything. Boy, oh boy. Do you be. want me to tell you what it was up against? What uh, do you mean? What it was up against? What the other nominees? Yes. We're trying to guess the nominees. Oh, oh can I guess okay, one of the nominees? Okay, sorry, sorry. If you uh, I, well, okay. It was for. It came out in '78. The album of the year was in '79. That was when that. All right. It once so all these albums would have come out in '78. Yes. So uh, Boston. No, that's not Boston. It's not up there. Don't look back. Was their second one came out in '78. Oh, which well, is uh, which is great. Nice. <laughs> I love. I love. Don't look back. Well, rumors was '77. That that was oh. Was it, was, was, was it, it rumors? rumors? That no, that was the year previous. Yeah, That's seventy-seven. They, right. Maybe previous. you tell tell us who the nominees are. Okay, well, Gre- the, Greece. Ah, thank you. But that didn't win. Okay, no, 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 it didn't win. Okay. Hold on, let me uh, seventy-eight. What else? Even now, Barry Manilow. Oh, I can't imagine. But that that he was huge. It was, he was huge. Yeah. That had Copacabana on it. I think probably Saturday Night Fever original soundtrack. Boy. No, and running on empty Jackson Brown. It's gonna be Saturday Night Jackson Fever. Brown didn't Saturday Night Fever won. Saturday yeah. Night they won everything that year. Wow, I never, I didn't know but Jackson was nominated for an album of the year. Yeah, Running on Empty was huge. The Pretender, maybe no, wouldn't have. I don't think Running on Empty was big. That was big. Live album with all original songs, but live. Yeah, but I, man, I thought Saturday Night Fever was seventy-seven. Wow, I really did. Maybe it, it, it sold so much it bled it into kept selling. <laughs> Well, that's a tough year. That's a tough year for the uh, for some. Yeah, he's not going to gonna be beat that. There. But I mean, but man, come on, forget it. It was released in '77. Yes, that's why I'm mm, confused. Late in '77. In time for Christmas. November 15. 
Time for the Christmas shopping season. That might, it might start like, it might be like October to October or something weird. Yeah, I don't know. That, right. But no one was beating that album. No. No. Well, so gonna, this comes out in the middle of that. The Bee Gees, Barry Manilow, and them. <laughs> yeah. And this is like a straight up awesome rock this album. such a great album. They should have held hot stuff for this album. <laughs> yeah. This album was originally called Les Kyle. Um, <laughs> a guy named Eric Aragon. Is that really Eric? Is that really your name? Aragon? Eric Aragon. He wanted to hear Rocks Off, and he did. Okay, you got it. He wanted to hear Shine a Light. He heard it. He heard it. And he also wanted to hear this song coming up. This is a little thing called When the Whip Comes Down. I brought that one. Is this has a derogatory word for a homosexual person in this song. Mm. Gay in New York is just uh, in L.A. Gotcha. Hmm. Yeah. Say it. It begins uh, with an N, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, the tequila song, Miss You, is the yeah. opening track. Yeah. A huge, massive yeah. hit. By, this, featuring now, a Chicagoan uh, who I've met before, Sugar Blue on harmonica. Sugar Blue is on harmonica on Sugar Michio. Blue, and he plays it in concert. I saw him live at like uh, Kingston Mines or one of those blues clubs in Chicago all the time. I dated a girl who was actually a big blues fan, and mm-hmm. she knew Sugar. He called him Blue. That's what his friends call him, Blue. Blue. And if you and didn't know him, what'd you call him? Sugar Blue? Yeah. Apparently, Sugar? apparently he was a little bitter that I think maybe he didn't make enough out of that, that since it was a number one hit, that yeah. maybe he well, thinks... Maybe he's right. He seems to think it was his riff. But I don't know if he was brought in just to play harmonica. Yeah. This is interesting. In North America, copies of the album on eight-track format had extended versions of Miss You and Beast of Burden and then edited versions of three other songs. <laughs> that sucks. Eight-tracks suck. What the, a mess. It's just a goddamn it, mess, isn't it? Did, did it like change over and halfway through the I song? Figure it out, idiots. Awful. That's the word, and you know what? It 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 could be, it could have been a hit song where it changed over too. It didn't. <laughs> right. It was like it wasn't. It wasn't like you know. Let's sync, sequence this on eight tracks so the hits do not get no nope. terrible format. <laughs> so uh, he it would it would just like in the middle of a song it would just yeah sometimes change to a different yep. song. Yeah, no, it just change to the next track and then it would keep going. A new way is playing. Been so. But that was even smoother than it would be. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a B side. Shattered had his B side. Everything is turning to gold. So there's another. Oh, okay. Another extra tune for you if you're a 45 collector. 2011. <laughs> this gets re-released with a bonus disc of 12 other songs. 12. 12. Were they songs. outtakes? Outtakes. Yeah. And again, they they also did that with. Uh, we didn't talk about it, but Exile on Main Street also got a re-release with a. A bonus disc of outtakes. Some it's of them like all been re-released at this point, right? Like uh, remastered. No, they're like they've all been remastered. Like a couple, like a couple of them have been remastered yeah. a couple times. And sometimes think. I can. Uh, I'm a sucker for it. You're I'm the audience. Su- You're the guy. I'm, I'm the guy. I am. I'm like what? <laughs> what yes. Is, what is the worst remaster you've ever heard? Mm. 
geez, I think it's going to be uh, Jimmy Pardo's Presbytera. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. They removed a couple tracks. No, the verse. I heard one called Rusty Cow. Which uh, could use a little sweetening. Rusty well, Cow. It, it, I heard that those are had all a, cutouts. It had now. an extended version of Rusty Cow and then the truncated version of Brown Shoes. It felt, when I listened to it, it sounded like all the punchlines were truncated. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't know. You know what? The worst remaster I've ever heard. That's a tough question. Because I, I, Would I, it be I the, can't remember. Just because the production screwed it up? or the, like the dis- I, I mean, yeah, sometimes. Like the Destroyer or it was just one unnecessary. is pretty bad. Well, that's called Destroyer Resurrect. Oh, because they, they re-recorded things? No, they just kind of, I don't know what they did. They ripped me off. <laughs> what they did. Hey, I, people, here's a new one. <laughs> Sometimes people come up to me, they say, Paul. <laughs> Not say what? They say, Paul, what album are you going to remaster next? I say, we're going to remaster everything because we want money. <laughs> Gene's a Jew. He loves money. So was he. So was Paul. Yeah, that's true. My real name's Stanley Ivan. Now, Gene is having a symposium. Yes, Gene's having a symposium. symposium. He's going to talk about how to make money. I'm going to talk about how to get pussy. Ace is going to talk about drugs, and Peter's a dick. <laughs> um, oh, I got one from uh, I'm, I got a uh, little more uh, Keith Richards lead singer love on this. This will air after uh, LA Podfest, but I've been looking into getting a uh, Paul Stanley costume and uh, showing up in full uh, full full makeup and and like texting Jimmy and saying uh, I'm hey, running late. I'm running late. When, I'll text you when I'm, I'm there, but it's traffic's horrible. So you get the laugh as you walk in, and then you got to sit in that costume for the rest of the evening. Yeah, but I think people want to take pictures with me. I'll be out in the lobby I'm for sure. for five dollars. I'm going to get a Polaroid camera, and for five bucks, you get no. And you're going to do the voice all night. Um, only until you have to think this through. Or, only until Jimmy tells me to stop. It. So probably not. Okay. <laughs> but I'd uh, still like to see it though. The entrance. Yeah, because. Uh, Christian Malmin has the boots. They're for his Peter costume, but I think I think that's what really sell it. We're wearing the seven-inch boots. Can you go up and it, do the show and then excuse it, and say, "Okay, that was Pat Francis. Everybody, good night." And then you go out and change and do it no, and put it on. The, the it takes too long. Be, it would be amazing if you could coordinate it so you would come in like swinging on one of those things, like <laughs> over the audience. Do you want me to just crash through a window on <laughs> yeah. the second like floor? Like zip line right through it. Of the Sofitel Hotel. Schmidt will throw you from the back. Dude, Dude. look, right, take him a there's a parking off. garage <laughs> on the other side. If we figure out which window it is, I can fucking throw you right through it, dude. Without a doubt. I'll hurl you like a javelin. Without a doubt, dude. It won't even do a John McCain diehard style. Not John McCain? John McClane. John McClane. Yeah. John McCain, John, John Vietnam McCain. style. John McClane. You get captured, you're held for seven years in a bamboo cage. John McClane is And no. you're a loser. And you're a loser. I like heroes. I don't like losers who get captured. So would he say the same thing about the first responders at 9-11? Losers. Look, the firemen that died are losers. I like my heroes alive. If you burned up... You're a loser. When I play chess, I don't lose a piece, okay? <laughs> when, he, when we were listening to Fool to Cry and his daughter was on his knee, I was thinking Trump would be like, put my daughter on my knee and made out with her. <laughs> because my, my wife had just left me, and at that point I was lonely, and so I did some tongue kissing. She said, Daddy, you're a fool to cry. I said, crying is for losers. 
<laughs> now kiss my face, Ivanka. <laughs> I am possibly the healthiest person to be president. Uh, Who's 100 for, pounds overweight. Except uh, back in the 70s when I needed to go to Vietnam, then I was very sickly. <laughs> I did not feel good at all then. I had a bit of a thing and I could not go. My golf swing was affected. Someone there's a there's a picture side by side of like him, there's this fat guy hanging out on the golf course, and then Obama like dunking a basketball. <laughs> and it says, Yes, he's he would be the 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 most physically fit person ever to be president. That's great. I know. I think Nixon was more physically fit. <laughs> Um, I think it's your turn to play a song. I think we've played one. Yes. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Keith Richards singing again. I like when Keith takes lead, and this is, uh, this is a song called Before They Make Me. Yeah. Before They Make Me Run. Yeah. Why do I have it up just as Make Me? I don't know. You steal all your music. Did. This came out, this is the next album after he cleaned up and got busted in Canada, I think. Yeah. So this might have been his first clean album. Yeah. And eventually he had all his choppers replaced. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. You see him now, he's like, a, he's like an old man and his, his teeth are like, uh, like a five-year-old. Yeah. Much different from he's that missed, black and blue. He's still missing a bunch? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was you a, go look at that. That and was then, a mistake. And I then look at mistake. the black and blue album when he, he doesn't know where he is in the photo. Yeah. Kid Mick. <laughs> Um, I love this, this punishment in Canada. They caught with all this heroin. They said as long as he, he cleaned up, and then they said you just got to play a, a couple charity concerts for a blind school or something. Right, and that was it. You're done because <laughs> no one wants to look at you with those teeth. Yeah. They gave him new teeth. You got to love Canada. This, and then they said sorry on his way out. And then this is the uh, this is the Glimmer tw- Twins producing this again. Sure, sorry about this. Sorry, so sorry about about <laughs> your teeth. Um. What was I going to say? Uh, well, I play, one of the songs I'm going to play is one of the, the big songs on the album. And this is uh, was also Bette Midler covered it and uh, Mick was in the video. Yep. This is something called Beast of Burden. Awesome. Love it. Awesome. This is Ooh, my, the cops are coming. This is probably my uh, coming to get Keith. Yep. 
This is uh, this is my go-to Stones album. This is uh, probably my favorite Stones. I mean, album. they bookended this decade. Nice. They really start did. out You're with right. sticky fingers and yep. ended strong. Yep. Ended I don't really think, strong. and there's not many missteps in there. No. Uh, Black and Blues probably is the weakest of those. I think you're right. Um, and then it's then it's debatable. It all depends what you like. Yeah. But um, it was their 30s. They did well. What'd you say? It was their 30s. They still had it. They're you know, st- they still they're still in their 30s. Yeah. And then the 80s hit, and this is where you're gonna lose me on the next no, one. Look, you have to look. This is where you get the, no. after tattoo you, buddy. No. You have to do the 80s one with me too, and then I'll go. Then I'll go 90s no. and beyond. I can't. Don't by make myself. me. If you make me listen to Dirty Work and Steel Wheels. Listen, listen. We'll we'll get some funny out of it. <laughs> Emotional oh, rescue. We'll, we'll get our money Look, out you're of forgetting, uh, You forget about emotional Seagull rescue. Sinkaroo. I know. Emotional rescue. Tattoo you. There's okay. some, some good and stuff then stop, on undercover. And then stop. Steel Wheels is a pretty good album. No, it is not. There's only five albums to cover in that decade. Oh, can I do two? Let's do two. You can bring all st- Seagull Stinkaroos if you want. <laughs> oh, okay. You yeah. can bring as many Seagull Stinkaroos oh, as you want. Oh, that dirty work. <sighs> Harlem Shuffle. That's Pardo's favorite Rolling Stones album. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, you've said that. That's that's crazy. That is crazy. Now at least he's saying because I, I don't mind if people say it's my favorite. But if like, but if he okay. was saying it's, the, it's best, the best, no, he's not. Yeah, when people say that, I get crazy. I think because anything that came out in that era where he was in the record business, that's what he says. He said that it he was knew there. everything, and it was just like it hit him hard. Let's not talk too much about it because we're going to do that. Okay, probably not this year. We'll do it we'll, early next year as, <laughs> as yeah. my Christmas present, as my <laughs> as my Hanukkah present, Mike. Could you please? I would love it if you could come Gee. and we would. Th- but I thought look, you were doing Trump there. A no, little bit. no, I'm a Jew. <laughs> we're gonna throw you over the wall this too. Is Jew, this is a Jew. I, I can you picture Trump like on the plane, like with like a menorah and yeah, like a like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yarmulke, like, the yarmulke on there, like, like, cutting into a latka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love unleavened bread. I love unleavened bread. I'm a bagel man, through and through. Is a latka? That's the right thing, right? Lockies, Lockies. That's not what I wanted to say at all. No, Lockie would work. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. You're thinking of Andy Kaufman's character. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Look, let me. This this next stone song. Look, I don't know where you're from. Get out. <laughs> I would like. To Wherever is it's wrong. Very much. It's obviously wrong. I want to very much to play something from the song girls. This is a song. It's more disco like. This is a song. Do you have another song? I only have one left. Mike Stinkaroo has one more. <laughs> I got no Stinkaroo. No. What is the song you have, Mike? I have uh, my favorite song on the album. Let me try to guess. Is it? Is it? Uh, is is it? The one I play the most. Is it? The God. Whip? I, is it the whip? You. We played that already. Yes, that's my favorite. <laughs> are you going to play before? No? I just want this voice to end. Are you I really do. Are you doing the shatter? Yes. Okay. Look, and then after that we promote, <laughs> and then I play out with the big disco hit. <laughs> Okay. DJRTD. Left to join loneliness. Sex and sex and sex and sex and look at me. I'm in tatters. I'm a shatter. Shatter. All this chitter chatter, chitter chatter, chitter chatter about schmatter, schmatter, schmatter. I can't give it away on 7th Avenue. This town's wearing tatters. Shatter. Shatter. 
those are the real lyrics. It's all this chitter chatter, chitter chatter, chitter chatter about shmata, shmata, shmata. I can't give it away on Seventh Avenue. You know what shmata is? Nope. Look, I love having shmata on my bagel. It's great. It's a great time. Look, please tell me what shmata is. I would love to know. The shmata is the dry goods business, the garment industry. Of course, it's, it's big, the Yiddish it's word. Big in New York, yeah. I have many of those people in my slum apartments. Yeah, if you were in the shmata business, you were in clothes in the garment district. Life is just a cocktail party on the street. <laughs> big Apple. People dressed in traffic in plastic bags directing traffic. Some kind of fashion shattered. Shadooby. Shattered. It was all about New York. They were spending a lot of time in New York. I don't think they were living there, but they were... Look at me, Mike. I'm in tatters. Shattered. <laughs> all right, look. Everyone who tweeted tonight, the four of you, thanks for hanging in there. It's a, it's a, we love it. We love when the four of you get involved. Yeah. What was the contest for the Brit Box again? Oh, the Brit Box is going to be which... Uh, <clears throat> oh, which country? Which country? Now, is it the first, the first to tweet or the first to write you? I'll take the first 20 and then it'll do a random drawing. But he's asking if it's tweet at you, tweet or, at you or write you oh, or no, email. No. Email, e- email me okay. at rocksolidpodcast.gmail.com. The first 10 that have the correct answer and their address. And their address. Full mailing address. Yes. The country that banned the nope. Oh, oh changed the Sticky Fingers album. Yes. Cover. Yes. Okay. Yes. The country that had a different Sticky Fingers. A album different cover. Sticky Fingers. Yes. And have you seen that cover? Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's a it hand is. coming out of like a, a, a can, can of baked of like, beans or yes, something. Yes. Yeah. And it's uh, <laughs> and sticky. It's, it's, and looks fingers, very sticky. Its fingers are delicious. <laughs> what if they made it a worse cover? Like it was just a, it was a it was a finger banging cover. <laughs> what if that was what it was? Uh, Mike, you are at what on Twits, on Tweetster, on Tweetster, yeah. Um, I'm Funny Mike and yeah, Travel right. Tales Pod at Funny Mike at Funny Mike. Have you been keeping up with your podcast now that you've been on the you've been on the road? And yeah, I banked on, some on the sea on the high seas. I was gone for four weeks, and uh, I've seen enough of Alaska to last me quite a while. Now, when you're on the road, do you, did you on up, the seas on the seas? Did you upload those before you left? So yes, they, I did. You, so you don't because to, uploading speeds and everything else are really slow and, and expensive on the ship. So, so you don't have to get into a port to uh, upload your no, podcast. I All did. Right, not. I did, took care of that. Good, Going good. to every other week helped that a lot. Is that, <laughs> help and, uh, so you're you're bi bi monthly bi monthly yeah okay and uh, Kyle you're bisexual <laughs> you're uh, That's Kyle you're uh, Kyle you are at, at Kyle. Kyle Dotson funny yes we are at Rock Solid Show we are at Pat underscore Francis verified um you don't have to write the verified out it's just there it's a blue check <laughs> you'll you'll know it. Uh, I'll come up in your feed from time to time as an important person. <laughs> Lots of people are verified. The president, uh, Sandra Bullock, uh, Green Day, me. Did Pardo get verified too? Yeah, he's verified. Okay. He has, a, he has a lot of followers. Because if though. you did and he didn't, oh, that would kill him. That would have been that, amazing. Oh. <laughs> Seriously. He would have hated that more than God anything. God damn it. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> You're nobody. No one. Daddy can't get verified, but you do. Shut up, Elliot. <laughs> Garen, pipe down. Matt, anyone who walks into the room. Is that a fucking bug on the wall? Let me tell you something. One time, uh, one time that bug uh, blew uh, Ed's cock, and he shot it all over uh, Shelly Winter's tits. 
That's dirty, uh, dirty Francis Pardo Carson. Okay, I stole. <laughs> Maybe that. Dirty iPod jumps in on that conversation. Oh, I should. Dirty iPod needs to do a conversation with Dirty Carson. Maybe Dirty That's iPod dirty. does his own. He does Talk Johnny, show? He does an, uh, He does a Johnny Carson impression. <laughs> Maybe that's what he does, because it's very easy to make a dirty iPod sound like someone other than a robot, uh, a robot. Um, Glenn K. Amo is doing the artwork for this episode. Andrew Rich, A-bombs, as we call him here. Don't know if he likes that or not. He hasn't made a graphic that says A-bombs, and he hasn't told me to stop doing it. So, A-bombs. What do you think the artwork's going to be before? Is it going to be us with the sticky fingers pants? No, or, uh, I think he's going to do... Remember, he did the black and white one with the, how they look from the 60s? Yeah. He's probably going to do a color one with them from the 70s. Oh, no. I want him to do the uh, the black and blue cover with your face as Mick and me stoned, like, coming on the other side. He could. Look, he's not going to hear... I'm not... I never tell the guys what to do. Okay, Photoshop nerds out there listening, he, no, make it happen. Did, this guy draws. He does his. He, oh yeah, his actual he, artwork. He does some artwork. I'm already now thinking. Now you just belittled all the other guys. No, I'm other. already thinking of our Christmas photo. <laughs> um, that's it. Uh, thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Mike. Thank Thanks. you. And uh, we have to get another. We have to get another one in a can with you before you take off again. I'm not going anywhere for a little while. I'm here. Oh, the, the, I'm all uh, too oh, available. Uh, Ooh, oh, no, this is uh, awkward. I meant maybe you and you get a couple of road stories in <laughs> with Murray. Tell about on the high seas. Kyle, you got anything to promote? Got anything coming up? Nope. Hey, we're going to a show. We're going. It will already have happened, but we're going to go see Hall and Oates. Yeah, it was a great time at the Hollywood Bowl for free. Yoo-hoo! Uh Let's play out with something called. I think they got the disco right on this one. Maybe they didn't with hot stuff, but I think they nailed it here with something called. Miss you. Yeah. Shout out to Sugar Blue. Thanks, everybody. Wrong.